in space, no one can hear you scream. Or betray each other when your countries engage in a major war 250 miles below you. Well, welcome everyone to Feelin' Film. I'm Aaron White, bringing you weekly new release reviews in podcast and YouTube form. And today, we're here talking about ISS from Bleecker Street, directed by Gabriella Calperthwaite and written by Nick Shafir. The story kicks off with Dr. Kira Foster, played by recent Oscar winner from West Side Story, Ariana DeBose, arriving at the International Space Station to do some bioengineering with mice. She joins a couple of other Americans, Commander Barrett, played by Chris Messina, with an incredibly sexy mustache, and Campbell, played by John Gallagher Jr., who I never got quite used to sans facial hair and without his recognizable beard, as well as three other Russian colleagues, one of whom is played by Pelo Azbek, who you may recognize if you're a Game of Thrones fan. They spend some time getting acquainted, talking about their individual scientific exploits, learning about the uniqueness of the environment in which they are now living, and getting great advice, like, the most important thing is that we stick together. As you can imagine, that's definitely a bit of foreshadowing for what's about to occur. There's some other clues as to what is about to take place, like Kira's mice having a hard time adjusting to being stuck in a new environment, being in an enclosed space together. And before too long, the crew see explosions igniting across the surface of the Earth, followed pretty quickly by Commander Barrett receiving a secret communication from NASA informing him that a war has broken out between the two superpowers and instructing him to take control of the ISS at all cost. This happens right before the comms go down and of course the Americans rightfully assume that the Russians probably got a similar message as to the one that they did, but no one is talking or being open and upfront about this. From that point on, it becomes a single location paranoid thriller where the crew struggles to trust each other. Tensions remain high with secrets being kept between various character groupings and it keeps the audience constantly wondering who's going to act first, the Americans or the Russians. The conflict moves pretty quickly. The entire film takes place in about 90 minutes and it escalates eventually into a couple of physical altercations both of which I found to be a little bit silly in execution and not quite fitting well with the dramatic tone that we had been dealing with leading up to this. Eventually, the conflict runs its course, and it leads to an ending that I did find pretty interesting. Some of the characters are put in a situation where they're looking down on a war-torn Earth, possibly about to return to it, and that in and of itself is an intriguing idea for the plot point of a completely different movie. But as the climax of this one, I can't help but also feel like the ambiguity of where we leave off with our crew had me a little bit unsatisfied after everything we'd witnessed them just go through. None of the performances wowed me, and I found character depth to be pretty simple. I really didn't connect much emotionally with anyone. Just a few moments here and there, but nothing that I'm going to remember or 
felt extremely moved by. We learn enough about them along the way to get the stereotypes down. There's the sensitive one, the one who is willing to risk anything and everyone else in order to get back to their family back home, the ones that are secretly having a relationship between others' backs, and of course, there's always got to be a nasty one who is going to follow orders no matter what without questioning them and no matter who has to get hurt in order for those to succeed. I thought Ariana DeBose was fine. This didn't really feel like the kind of vehicle that speaks to her talents to me, possibly just because I don't feel that I got enough connection to her character. Perhaps she would have been able to sell it more with a more detailed script that stretched this plot out a little longer. I don't think that she's a bad actress. I just didn't feel like I got enough about her to care that much what happened to her beyond just a general idea of, you know, having humanity and not wanting anyone to die for no reason. When it comes to John Gallagher Jr., I'm really a big fan of him usually, but I thought that this was just such a lesser version of a very similar character that he played so much better with so much more depth in Tin Cloverfield Lane that I couldn't help but kind of compare them in my mind as the movie was going on and feel a little let down. The group dynamic works, though, and, and it does keep the movie intriguing. I think the real star, though, is the camera work. It is almost entirely unsteady, but it never uses drastic movements such as to whip back and forth where it might get you feeling sick or disoriented. Instead, its constant subtle movement provides the perspective that the characters are always floating, which is accurate because they're in zero gravity in a space station, so nothing is ever fully still, and I really appreciated that level of detail, and it helped immerse me in this particular unique setting really well. The space station itself, I'll be honest, is kind of boring to look at. It's not full of really wild designed compartments like you would see in a futuristic spaceship or something like that. It's just a bunch of science rooms and closets that they sleep in and kind of a makeshift area where they have dinner. It's just not that exciting. Before an indie flick, the VFX were pretty strong, though certainly not used a lot, but it looked really good anytime that they were outside of the space station or looking down on the Earth and the surface of it lighting up like a nuclear 4th of July. I mostly always enjoy a good space film, and this one doesn't even need any alien antagonists, because the humans here are proven to do a perfectly fine job at that role themselves. Unfortunately, without connecting very deeply to any of the characters, and with most of the beats of this conflict playing out in a completely unmemorable and predictable fashion, ISS overall ends up being far less than stellar, and kind of hard to recommend. I didn't hate it though, so I'm giving it two and a half stars. ISS will be in theaters on January the 19th. If you get out to see it, be sure and come back, find me in the comments, and let me know what you thought. That's it for this review. I'll be back soon as always. Until then, keep watching and keep feeling filmed.